Talktail. 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 Hello and welcome to Talk Tales, a comedy podcast exploring stories from behind and beyond the bar. We're your hosts, I'm Shauna. And I'm Matt. What is up, Matt? Not a whole lot. Oh my God. Cruising. Cruising for a bruising. Hopefully not. That right? sounds scary. Uh, why not? Because I don't want to be bruised. <laughs> no, I think you're cruising to bruise. Oh. Maybe. Uh, I don't okay. know. Is that what that means? <laughs> so I'm going to assault someone? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what does that saying mean? I have no idea. I thought it was like you're cruising for a bruising, meaning like you're going to punch somebody. I Yeah, I'd rather not either. Like Why? someone's like, hey man, you cruising for a bruising? <laughs> and say, then the no, sir, like, no. I'm going left. Yes, there you, you got go. it. So I'm cruising for a bruising, you're going left. Yep, because I don't want to. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Another flawless intro. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And what more perfect way to intro this episode? Because I'm real excited about this episode because we're going into the magical world of. Tiki? Yeah, hookah like a hiki. Come on, you want to leave me? That's point, <laughs> Mala. That's the famous Name, Tiki song. Yeah. <laughs> Name that movie. Name whatever I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You I can't name either. I sure. Yeah. Yes. No. Got yes? it. Yes. Yeah. Got it. What? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> you got another he, our you guest a, right do you want to just go right into it what you don't want to play this game anymore i think i need to bring in a ringer are you giving up i'm you giving up i'm gonna give it to our you guest throw one at me you want to throw a tiki reference at me oh uh, no or a hawaii reference hawaii reference yeah throw one i have no idea of hawaii. how about a tropical reference anything mm, I, re- <laughs> I don't even know how you to say by root what'd you say <laughs> <laughs> by root. Oh boy, we need help on this tiki aspect. That's right. I agree because we fuck. obviously know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I agree. We we should bring in somebody who knows a little bit more about tiki than us. Mm-hmm. What uh, a coincidence, though, because we have somebody. Dun dun dun. Mm-hmm. Tiki. Yay! Today we have our guest, Nathan Hazard. Gong sound. Gong. <laughs> 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 Dude, do we need a gong? We do need a gong. You now. might need a gong. Wait, wait, okay, that's the first question. What is the whole gong thing about? Is there a thing? I don't thing? know. <laughs> what's the what's the gong about? Where what's, did the gong come from? What's up with the gong? Am I right? I know. Like, okay, well, I know there was the thing called the gong show, which they should really bring back because it was amazing. Yeah, that was a great show. That, wasn't that filmed in like San Jose or some shit? Beautiful downtown San Jose. Probably. Probably. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Yeah, this is a bygone era we're talking about. I'm old. Kind of like Tiki. Yeah. When was, well, Tiki, <laughs> when was Tiki brought into this world? Who cares? Um, <laughs> wait, was the question, was the challenge question in the opening Yeah. Wayne's World? Yeah! Uh, yeah! I would not have gotten that. He magically whisked away to Delaware, yeah. Delaware? Dude. Hi. Hi. I'm, I'm in, in Delaware. Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> My, I've always wanted to recreate that giant blue cocktail that Garth is drinking in the bar. I drink those How- every night. <laughs> <laughs> How has nobody like recreated specifically though, like the Garth? You know what I mean? Um, I'm pretty sure you just set us up for our next video challenge. We already did do a full rotisserie chicken into a michelada. So would you? What? I'm inviting you it's right now. We're just getting this started. This is happening. I'm inviting you right now to come back, and we're gonna recreate the Garth Blue. Like what was that? It was like a fishbowl, right? It was massive. It was huge. It was a giant blue cocktail with like sparkly bits, and yeah, and it had like toys in it and stuff. Oh yeah. Okay, so yeah, we're gonna do we're that. Gonna we're gonna do bring that. you back. And we're gonna yeah. film that and put painstakingly that on the... recreate it. Yeah, 
Oh, we'll, we'll call it the gar, the Garth, <laughs> the Garth. Uh, excuse you. <laughs> excuse. Oh. <coughs> Pardon me. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> Bless you. Yeah. <laughs> My references are all uh, Sarah Marshall related. Like Where Sarah Marshall. did you get Sarah Marshall out of that? Because ah. that's like in Hawaii. At least not tiki true, necessarily. But true, 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 true. true. I just fair. saw a co- there's a cocktail at the Dresden called Frenetting Sarah Marshall. Nice. Good one. There you go. Thought <laughs> nice. that name was pretty good. Uh, pretty uh, genius in my brain. Yeah. What's the one? Peepiopi that they had at Sunny's oh, recently? Yeah. Peepiopi. It's <laughs> 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 a great name to say. Wait, was that the guy that was at yeah, Paul it's, Rudd? Yeah, it means it's Paul Peter Rudd. in Hawaiian. <laughs> Peepiopi. This is so funny. It's a Hawaiian name. Oh my gosh. Wait, so let's talk about where Tiki started. Well, let's, we're not going to get too much history, but like we need to give listeners a little bit of backstory, I think, just like to like get their whistles wetted about the subject. Sure. I mean, the cool thing about, you know, living and thriving in LA is that, you know, we're at the birthplace of Tiki. So I think a lot of people think Tiki came about from it's a Polynesian kind of historical thing or it's Hawaiian or this or that. But the reality is it was um, a fabrication of Tinseltown, you know. So um, Don the Beachcomber started it right in Hollywood on McCadden Place with um, with his original bar, Don the Beachcomber, in the 30s. And then after that, you know, Trader Vic came in in the Bay Area in the 40s. And there was kind of this kind of quest. You know, there's this like non-official tiki drama of who really created tiki and, you know, who's responsible. But I think if you really get historical, it goes back to Dawn. You know, and of course, there was stuff that went back before that as well that influenced. But, you know, that's where we first really kind of have what we know as tiki. And some of those cocktails that we know as tiki, like the zombie and... You know, and then with Trader Vic, the Mai Tai, and they, of course, fought over who created the Mai Tai. But, um, yeah, this is it's very much an L.A. creation. And I think that makes perfect sense. when you Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. Like everything like coming through in California and like specifically L.A. with, you know, like movies and all the different things happening. You specifically grew up in Tucson, Arizona. Am I correct on that? You are correct. Nice. So. Growing up in Tucson, you know, is surrounded by the world's largest amount of saguaro cactuses. (laughs) (laughs) Saguaros? (laughs) Wow. Yes. I'm interested in how you're going to say this as well. (laughs) (laughs) Did you read that in a book? Uh, What? This is a fact, Matt. A fact. True, true fact. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't see a lot of tiki coming out of saguaros. (laughs) What? <laughs> wow. Well, you know. So, where did you find your specific interest in tiki? For anyone who's listening, like you are kind of the guy, the go-to guy for tiki. So, well, where, where, what really I'll, got you? I'll I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. It's funny though that you bring up Tucson and that question because I actually found tiki through my parents, Whoa. who still live in Tucson. When I, around when I was in high school, they started going to Hawaii and kind of got really into this whole, you know, whatever, the whole Hawaiian mystique, right? And then I guess it was while I was in college, they started doing these annual kind of tiki parties around the pool in the backyard in the summer. And I was like, oh, those look fun. I, you know, I hope I get invited sometime, you know? And then one year I finally was able to come and they're like, oh, great. And they like handed me a shaker and like you're the bartender now and I'm like, <laughs> like thanks for the cool. invite yeah, and now like, that I think about sounds it like parents no but now that I think about it I'm like actually that was my first bartending gig because you know I was this kid and I'm like I don't know and so they're like well you have to come up with the menu so I was doing like these tiki menus every summer while I was in college uh, at the tiki party and we would like roast a whole pig and have like dan- oh, like legit dancers and like 
went all out. What? Wow. It was really actually very cool. And that's really where I kind of got it. And then from there, going home, still Tiki became a part of it because one of the oldest, coolest Tiki bars that still exists is the Con Tiki in Tucson. And it's like a really beautiful space. I mean, the drinks leave maybe something to be desired. But let's just say when I was a young adult, (laughs) I consumed a few scorpion bowls in like giant fish bowl size, you know, like meh. And um, I particularly remember going to see the first Harry Potter movie. Ooh, dates me. Uh, (laughs) And I had gotten a scorpion bowl with my friend before we went to the movie and she decided she didn't really want that much and just kind of nursed her water while I drank the entire scorpion bowl by myself. And then we sat in like the center second aisle of like a giant multiplex. And I think I had to get up like four times to pee. That movie. <laughs> I was as like, every, as, everybody loved me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah no. Everything is cool. Everything is cool. But it's a lot of fun. And it is still there today. And uh, I still visit whenever I'm in town. How many drinks are in one scorpion ball? Oh, just as far as like, like ounces of alcohol? Yeah, like four, oh. five? I don't know. There's like a bottle of gin, a bottle. <laughs> it just goes by bottle? No, I mean, they're pretty heavy. It's like Long Island style, but with a little bit of juice. And fire. And f- Ooh, you said fire. <laughs> <laughs> I got stories about fire. But yeah. Oh, my God. Do you want to go into that right now? I don't know. You want to go Maybe into it's fire? Soon. No, let's too let's soon? wait. Let's wait. It's a lot. Too soon? Too soon? Are we blowing our I load? Don't think we're, yeah. yeah, I don't think we're ready yet. We're not ready for fire yet. <laughs> <laughs> not enough foreplay. Oh, Matt, dirty bird. <laughs> That's a cocktail, actually. Is that a cocktail? <laughs> dirty bird? I think so, isn't it? Is jungle that like bird? a jungle, jungle bird, bird That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I'm jungle sure there is a thinking. dirty bird. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Right. Sorry, Somebody you know. write in. Let us know if there's a dirty bird. If not, we're claiming it. No one else gets it. We're right. we're going to make the dirty Trademarked. bird. Trademark. <laughs> Trademark. Done. It's on the fucking podcast. <laughs> oh, fish. Suck it, nerds. Yeah. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, like, through all of your learning and starting from bartending in your backyard, you're a backyard bartender. I, dude. I'm going to own that term. I'm a backyard bartender. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm actually really impressed by that. And so you moved from backyard bartending and then you moved into behind the bar at an establishment? You know, not exactly. I have a really strange background. Hospitality has always been my mistress all the way from my college years through young adulthood. But I never was a full-time bartender until I had my own entity later in life. So uh, it's kind of an interesting thing. Like It was my side thing. When I moved to L.A. about 13 years ago, I was doing work in the music industry. So that was my day job. And then by night I was doing, well, first, like in that golden age of food blogs, I was doing like food and cocktail stuff on a blog. And then from there I did a podcast that was about home Mm -hmm. (laughs) entertainment. Yeah, yeah, it's not not my first time, believe it or not, about food and cocktails and entertaining, kind of creative entertaining and like themed parties, stuff like that. And that kind of naturally just turned into a pop-up. So that was my trajectory. And this is all while I still had a day job in the music industry at like a major label and was like dealing with bands and albums and, you know, a whole different world. And then this was kind of like my moonlighting was doing cocktails, which I really enjoyed and led to, I think, a really interesting path. It wasn't, you know, the most common one, but, you know, of course it enabled a lot of creativity and kind of creating some of my own rules. But I think ultimately it was a great experience that 
I wouldn't trade for anything. Oh, nice. I mean, I love those kinds of stories. Like people, you hear them a lot. Like people start in this like roller coaster called life. Uh, that's not what <laughs> yes. I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> kind of worked though. And uh, like they think they're going on this one path, you know, but it changes tracks so often. There's no mm. one path usually for most people. Anyone that does have one path, I want to talk to them. I want to see like how the hell did you stay on one path? Right. right. Like damn. It's like that's I, I thought amazing. about this when I was a kid. Legitimately, just went for it and did it and like have. Loved it and well, and I sometimes wonder is like, are you just super stubborn? I think that's what is that kind of part of it, you know? Like, you're like, no, I decided to go to med school, I'm Mm -hmm. a doctor, damn it, not a (laughs) damn it, (laughs) it. I'm a doctor, (laughs) thank you, I'm a doctor, not a a (laughs) whatever, Star Star Trek nerds, fill that in, yeah, I'm a doctor. Wait. I'm a doctor, not pool man. Wait, what is he? <laughs> Who is? It's like what, Captain Picard or something. No, it's Scott, Picardi? Oh, Captain Jesus Picardi. Christ. Oh God, is it? It's. Oh, uh, we're gonna have uh, all these Star Trek nerds are mad. Oh, yeah. the nerds are mad. It's it's McCoy, no. isn't it? It's McCoy. Yeah. What? Damn it, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a doctor, not a. Oh, I don't remember. Fill in the blank. Fill yeah. I think it changed. I, I think, think it changes it was, every I time. I think it's fill in the blank. God yeah. Damn it, Jim. I'm a doctor. It's like one away from like a Robin. Like holy balls. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Holy, they all have straight, Batman. Just straight yeah. to the balls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, boy. Sometimes I feel like my mouth shouldn't say what my brain thinks. My brain mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my brain mouth. Yeah. It's often disconnected. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Speaking oh, of my... different tracks for different things, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what we're talking about. Tracks and life and everything. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. your track, like, shifted, which is really cool, because I always yeah. think it's cool when you don't follow the one path. You I know, think I think you it's going to go. Yeah, I think that's increasingly common too, especially in this day and age. And with uh, younger generations, I think everyone's going to have these like little pockets of experience, and you're going to like keep learning and growing. You're going to try different things. I like to think I was just a trailblazer for the youth of America (laughs) (laughs) in, you know, (laughs) this lifestyle called life. Oh Mm, man! Okay, aren't we all? Aren't Mm. we all? Maybe not. No. (laughs) But honestly, uh, you know, I think the music industry is a crazy place, but I just at a certain point realized I was ready for a different experience. And thankfully, I was already like had like a shaker in one hand. So it just kind of made sense and was a cool transition into Tiki. Yeah. And like, let me just mention some of these tracks you've taken. Like Nathan, he is the brand ambassador of Real McCoy Rum. Uh, rum out of Barbados, which is fantastic. He's the beverage director of the Coconut Club. Anyone who doesn't know about the Coconut Club, look it up. Go on the Google. Find out about the Coconut Club. We'll leave it on our website, too, for links and all that stuff. He's also the partner of Drink Special, who is with Melina Bickford, our good friend, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, the uh, list of, like, all these really cool things that you've done uh, from brand ambassador and parties and all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you want to like talk about like a little bit of kind of every little piece sure. that you've kind of put together? Sure. I mean, the Coconut Club, you know, I would say we're kind of we're on a hiatus. You know, we aren't we aren't actively practicing Coconut Club ship, but we're not, uh, we're not Coconut Clubbing. We're not we're not clubbing at uh, ATM. But you know, that's what really helped I think define my name and my voice in this industry because it was um, a really rare opportunity to get to do something that is purely your creative vision with creative collaborators that you really trust and believe in and just putting something out there that's completely different than anything else out there and knowing that you were doing something interesting at a certain time. You know what I mean? It was like that rare moment that I think we all get once in a blue moon to go, this is special, Mm -hmm. you know? Coconut Club is definitely that for me. And um, 
yeah, was was just kind of an in, important splash into um, into this industry. But I think almost more importantly for me into like the spirit world because I've become more of a spirit nerd as time has gone on. But you know, and from there, you know, delving into spirits and delving into other um, kind of projects and experiences, I was really fortunate to meet a couple that was opening a rum bar in Panama, not. Like Panama City, not in Florida, but like in Panama, <laughs> that, you know, was distilling their own rum out of Panela, which is really cool, which is like Raspador, Panela, uh, Pilancio, depending on where you are. It's called different things, but it's a little caked sugar, you know, that's been cooked down. So they were making rum from that in Panama. And I was like, this is super weird and cool. And got to know these folks. And they said, you know, hey, we're, you know, we've had a lot of, of success in beer. And now we're turning to rum. Uh, we're distilling our own rum and we're opening a rum bar in Panama. Would you want to consult? So I had a really cool experience in getting to consult. And this was like a very rare experience, of course, again, with my weird background to suddenly be consulting on the program for an entire bar, training a staff all in Spanish, (laughs) being that I speak terrible Spanish, admittedly, and it's something I'm very ashamed of growing up in Arizona and living in Los Angeles. But it was an amazing experience because it really taught me how to do all of the things very quickly. And, um, you know, hopefully I would say succeed at it and create something that I think is a really special place. It's called Pedro Mendinga Rumbar in uh, Panama City in the Casco Viejo. If you're ever down there, please go in. Please say hello. Please enjoy some beautiful cocktails. The staff there has done an amazing job of like taking what I gave them and elevating it even further over time, which is such a cool thing to watch from afar, you know. And then that even led to a follow-up, a second location in Bogota in Colombia uh, the next year. So opened two rum bars with these people. Amazing, amazing, life-changing experiences um, that I don't understand how I ever was able to do but was really, really grateful for those experiences. And I think that's when I really decided that, you know, this side of kind of working on the spirit side was a really exciting place. So, yeah, I've done a couple of interesting little spirit projects over the years and then uh, have been with Real McCoy for about the last almost two years. So it's been a really, really fun, fun trajectory, fun ride. Uh, Yeah, like looking at your Instagram and seeing all the, like, events you do. Like recently you were on a news show. Was that right? I was. Yeah. (laughs) I was on the morning news in Chicago. I was, oh, it was in Chicago. That's Fox right, yeah. 32. <laughs> and it wasn't my first time. And it's actually one of my stories for you. Oh, Ooh, Maybe we should uh, settle in and get ourselves something to sip on. So we're about, sounds like we're about to go down this uh, crazy, sometimes insane world of bartending. Do, 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 because we can't, it's copyrighted. I don't know. What's do, 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 do? Oh, me. Screwing with the uh, what's that? That um, Twilight Zone. Song? Oh, do 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 do. Yeah, oh, <laughs> nice. there you go. Comfort. Different, different Got enough. It. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Got there. Can't, can't get us. But yeah, let's. I'm I'm into this. Let's. I mean, if it's time, um. Yeah, I say it's time. It. Let's do it. Uh, so yeah, last year I was asked to go do this morning news show in Chicago to help promote Chicago Rum Fest, which is this great rum fest. There's a couple throughout the year, one in California, one in New York, uh, one in Puerto Rico. And, um, you know, I was, of course, I was like really flattered and kind of scared and like, oh God, I have to go like be on the TV and it'll be live and there's no second takes and all that good stuff. But I was like, no, I'm down, I'm down. It's cool. It's cool. No problem. 
So I flew out there, and I had been in, like, New Orleans the night before, and I really wanted to go check out the Milk Room, Paul McGee's little, like, exclusive, like, cocktail vintage spirits bar while I was there because I was staying in the same hotel, and I was like, I know I have to be up early in the morning, but, like, what a, what a unique experience. Like, <laughs> I flew in at, like, midnight. I went there, got there by last call at 1, hung out, like, whatever. I was being really foolish. Um, had this early morning call, not my time zone, and... um Still, everything was fine. I was ready. I was prepared. I had all my stuff. I went. I showed up. Everything was ready to go. I was, like, over-prepared. I was so into it. I took a couple beta blockers so I didn't get, like, <laughs> a red face on air. Wait, you know? that's a beta blocker. <laughs> a beta blocker. <laughs> <laughs> it basically, like, slows your heart rate. What? Yeah. And it's like it, a, and something you put in your it's mouth? It's a pill. Oh. And a lot of people take them for public speaking. Like a politician's very, very famously take beta blockers before they go on stage because oh. it keeps you cool. It doesn't let that kind of, you know, that blood rush to your face where you get hot and you forget everything. It kind of helps prevent that. But if you have heart problems, don't take them because <laughs> you will die. <laughs> So I took a couple of those. I was all ready. I was like <laughs> polishing my brand new tins because I wanted them to look nice and shiny on air and was all ready to go. And they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, you're ready. Like they brought me out and, um, you know, it was like kind of that last segment of the day. Let's make a cocktail and have fun with this guy over here. After all like the gloom and doom and death and like all the horrible news things that people like put on. <laughs> I mean, it's a morning show. <laughs> it, was, it was probably pretty light, but maybe. Honestly, I wouldn't have remembered because I was so focused. And then and we get out there and I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. So, you know, I'm making this cocktail. And and then they kept interrupting me to say, oh, so like rum's from Puerto Rico, right? I'm like, uh, that's a complicated answer for a quick moment. Um, well, you know, there is rum for it. And, and there's all these questions. And I started realizing I'm getting totally derailed. Like, are we going to talk about Rumfest and about this cocktail? And they just kept asking me these other questions, and two of them coming at me from both sides, and I, I didn't get flustered. The beta blockers <laughs> did their job. <laughs> like, my blood level stayed down, but I was like, and it was very diplomatic. I was like, well, 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 and there's all these things to answer. And then all of a sudden, they're like, well, we got to go to break. Let's, aren't we making a cocktail? What are we doing? What are we doing, man? We got to go. And I'm like, Ugh. So I very quickly throw a bunch of shit in this shaker, my brand new shiny shaker that... I wanted to look really good on TV. And you never used it before. I had never used it. Oh, oh no. son of a gun! It didn't fit right. What was I thinking? Throw the top on, smack it, flip it. It broke. Totally was not a match. Like they just did not seal. It flew all over my shirt. Oh no! On live TV, <laughs> cocktail everywhere. That's so great. And this was like. Again, like, points for a beta blocker. The, the host in my ear starts saying, it's live TV. It's live TV. It's live TV. You're like, you're live TV too, lady. Yeah. It was full on like the girl in Jurassic Park. Like, he left us. He left us. <laughs> like, she just lost it. And I went, and I just like smacked it back on with the one cube an ounce of liquid left and just shook it with a shit-eating grin right at the camera. <laughs> Thought those little clank, clank, clank. And then like popped it open, poured like an ounce of liquid into a cup. Picked up like the you know the model drinks I already had ready, handed them to them, and just like full on cheers them while they're all like, ha, ha, ha. and uh, it was so ridiculous. I was of course the second the cameras went off, I just fell to the ground. I was like, like, Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I'm fired. You know, like I just thought like everything was over. I, I can't go back to Chicago ever. Yeah. And then I like I'm like cleaning up my mess and like trying not to cry and Are like, you, like, rid, like, and, like so yeah, like I was. <laughs> And I like kind of turned the corner to the backstage, like ready to like f to be yelled at or something. And this guy, and this like producer walks me and goes, 
Oh, it's good TV. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that's what I was thinking. Like, that's like that stuff you can't like make happen. You know, yeah, that's uh, nothing you can write. Yeah. So it's like ends up people like love that kind of yeah, stuff. It's you good know? TV. And so I figured like one year later getting asked back. Oh. To me, that was like redemption. I was like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to go back. And you know what? Dry shirt. Nice. No, no spills? No spills. Same shaker? Different sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Try a tried and true. Yeah, I feel like Dude. that sugar got thrown in the trash right away. It actually did. Screw it. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. That's amazing. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. But that's like tried and true, like bartending right there. It's like you, no matter what happens, you're always on stage. So when like you know you're whipping an egg cocktail or whatever, and the thing cracks and you get egg all over your face Look. or whatever it's mm. like you just like literally just grab a, like a napkin or like me i just grab my shirt collar and like yeah. wipe it off and just like act like nothing happened and everyone's kind of looking at you with a weird like look and you're like eat a dick and i'm gonna keep going. yeah <laughs> look the reality is that it's happened to everyone just not necessarily always on, on live on tv, on TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in a more condensed crowd for sure <laughs> that's so good oh my gosh is it can we find it i don't know don't google I was, it i was don't. about to say like that's like viral level stuff right there don't google it okay like, no nowadays. i don't know I, it might it might be i i know my counterpart our brand ambassador for real mccoy who's on the east coast he definitely took like a close-up video of it like zooming in on like, the, like hello yep i was like You're oh like, you yeah. son of a bitch You're like i was there i was there yep i saw that <laughs> <laughs> i was there <laughs> <laughs> Good times. We dude, have fun. Dude, mm-hmm. so much fun, always. And speaking of cocktails, we have been sipping on a cocktail. Yeah, mm. yes. This might be a good time to bring in our mixtress. Yes. Hey, yo. Do it. Guess who's back? Who's back again? Boom. Boom. Our, our mixtress. Boom. Is here. She always knows just what to make. She'll pour, she'll stir, she'll even shake. What she serves is what you'll drink. And when she's done, you just can't think. Cause Cause you're drunk. drunk. Hi, hello, what's up? How's it going? Hey, what are we drinking? So what we're drinking today is called an Adonis. It's a super delicious, super easy cocktail to make. Did you decide on that because I was here this week? No. Adonis? No? Oh, oh, oh yeah. do you see oh, what I'm yeah. getting? Oh, see, it was that far-fetched. <laughs> <laughs> no, but now that uh, maybe coincidence, or maybe my subconscious, oh, we have an Adonis here. Mm. I should make an Adonis cocktail. <laughs> 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 but it's super easy cocktail. It's equal parts, super smooth, and sherry. A little bit of orange bitters, a little bit of Angostura bitters. And I think the mm-hmm. secret to making a really good Adonis is... Do Oloroso sherry or something a little bit fuller body and then do a really light vermouth. If you do something a little lighter like a fino sherry in, in a Carpano, it's just going to taste like sweet vermouth. But you got to do a really light vermouth and a really like big sherry. And that's the trick. Mm-hmm. And then it's a light, a light sweet vermouth. Eggs, right? Yeah, a light sweet vermouth. Yeah. And then um, there's a lot of EV, so you can literally drink a hundred of these and Sweet. totally be chill. Nice round you know, number. It's like I'm on nice... 35 and I'm there great. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had tacos. It was great. Tacos and sherry cocktails. Yeah, it has a ring to it. It's I great. mean, that's just my daily <laughs> life. Yeah. But, my uh, yeah, you guys enjoy and uh, cheers. Yeah, cheers. It's been delicious. It's a really good, uh, really good cocktail. It's got a good Thank color you. to it. Adele, I heard you had a quick story you might want to share with us this week. I do, I sure do. <laughs> nice. So what a coincidence. So this is actually kind of, it was kind of like a, a PTSD flashback that I had last week. There was a... Uh, Seems to be the theme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So about when I first moved to LA, I started working at this bar that I still work at. That one of the first regulars that I encountered was such a fucking character. People know him as Diamond Dave, and oh. he literally wears. <laughs> I mean, who? Yeah. Weird thing is, and Nathan knows him, so he knows exactly what I'm talking about. He is—he used to be known around the neighborhood. So he, this dude, would wear like the most ridiculous outfits. He would wear like he wears like rhinestone cowboy hats. He has long bleach hair. He's old. He's this is an old dude. He works like snakeskin fucking blazers. He's got, he's got a style to he him. He looks for like sure. dollar store Axl Rose. Like it's really bad. <laughs> And, but wow. he thinks he's so oh cool. Oh boy, got him. <laughs> like the jungle. Yeah. Oh, I love fun in games. I it's a uh, bell. I want a bell to ring when <laughs> yeah, someone says so, something like that. Yeah. Ding. Yeah. This guy would come in and order a Miller High Life, which is the cheapest beer, and kind of nurse him. The champagne. The champagne yeah. beers. It's classic. And uh, back then, not anymore, but we used to be open for lunch. So this would be like an all day thing. He would come in like at noon, maybe one o'clock, and order a High Life, nurse it for like an hour, and then order another one and order another one. So he was drinking like a very like slow pace, but he would be there for a solid eight, nine hours mm-hmm. until the point where he did get really drunk. And then he would be really inappropriate with people. A lot of times I had to break up, like, he was trying to pick fights. He was making people uncomfortable, just like the worst fucking human being. And he would get drunk. And then the next day he would come back and our manager back there would be like, bro, like, you did this, you did that. Or that's not cool. You can't be doing that. Behavior is unacceptable. And he would always be like, oh, yeah, um, I'm so sorry about that. That was actually my twin brother. <laughs> He's such an asshole. That guy needs to get his shit together. Oh I'm God. so sorry you met my brother. And it was this thing about oh his God. twin brother, and it was so ridiculous. So then I think he one day he left without paying his tap, and that was an excuse that my managers needed to be able to 86 him. Right. Uh, just not let him in again. So I was like, okay, so he was gone. I haven't seen him in solid three and a half years, if not longer. And then he came in last week, and I was like, holy fuck, that's Diamond Dave. But this is so long ago that nobody there knows him the new manager doesn't know who he is so i was like hey manager like just so you know this guy's this and that you don't have to kick it's been three and a half years like i'm sure he's been really well behaved but he's still in his outfit and doing diamond dave stuff but i'm like but just so you know he's gonna do some raunchy shit and then he's gonna come back tomorrow he's gonna blame mm-hmm. it on his twin brother which i think it's hilarious and i remember back in the day some days he would come in full attire like the cowboy hat the rock and roll snake thing the shades snake skin everywhere yeah. blue shades and then he sometimes would come in wearing a cane and i think that was his brother alter ego but I don't know. He just came back, and I was like, "Oh my god, I remember you, you fucking weirdo." I, see, I never knew about the brother. Oh thing. yeah, it's and crazy. that's crazy. Like, oh yeah, no, it wasn't me. It was my twin brother. I'm so I'm sorry. Well, that guy. Needs I mean, to like, you can do that I'm twice so before you need a day break. Can you? Because then, then it's like, oh, it was my older brother or whatever, and then you come back the next day, and you're like, it was but, my older brother, and I'm like, so you both are doing the same weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> like. So, understand. Also, but wait, 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 wait. But was he playing the brother so too? What? Or was he just so, saying there was a brother? So he was saying he was a brother, but there was times where I saw him come in with a different attire. Same dude, completely same guy, but different attire and acting differently and like acting erratic and then leaving with a cane. When uh, other days uh, he would come in <laughs> with no cane, like strutting in like a crazy person. But another question too, like, because bartender years are like dog years. It's like we live a very expedited <laughs> life. Yeah. It's not like real years. So... In the bartender world, when you say you're 86, you're gone forever. Well, how long is that? Because he's been gone right. for four years, and now that he's back, right. nobody knows him. He, he hasn't been. He he's been probably keeping watch. Yeah. yeah. So like, wh- what is 86 in bartender years? I don't like know. Four years. It's, I've seen it l- like less than a year. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> my 86 supposed to be forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but like, uh, we've definitely had to in LA, definitely back. even quicker probably than anywhere. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yep. So, yeah. We've had one or two people, but they've come back and it's all up to like the but discretion yeah, of everybody. To Diamond Dave? To Diamond Dave. To Diamond Dave. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah, he's around. I mean, I really haven't seen that guy in a long, long ass time. I think so the yeah. last time I saw him, he was shaking his cane at a, a picture of a naked man on the wall in the vi- like a painting of a naked man, and he came in. Where's his painting? There's like this painting in the black cat of this like half naked man, and Diamond Dave came in after he was 86, and he shook his cane at the half painted man and screamed, "You shall never cover up this man's cock and balls!" <laughs> and that he like, is- came in screaming that is like, so on, on brand like the, <laughs> that is so like, on brand and like these days when somebody comes in screaming with something waving in their hand like at the top of your line you I was tase like, them well yeah. i was like i was like i'm dropping to the ground and i'm figuring out how i'm gonna take this man out like yeah. quickly like but yeah no he just want to talk about you, the dudes you, you tase him bro the dude's lack <laughs> don't of don't tase me bro cock and balls in the painting i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man! God. What I'm could drive somebody to do that, dude? Maybe it's all that snake skin. He's I was like, wearing. "Don't get yeah. between that man and his snake." Yeah, never, yeah. Whoa, never. All that wiggly, wiggly snake yeah. skin. You know, it can slippery be when slippery when wet. Slippery. <laughs> 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 I'm somewhat Long comfortable right now. And uh, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa! Wait, Hi. what's that slipperiness? That's um, something just got. <clears throat> Super slippery. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I slipped in through the back door. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> wow. We don't have a back. Well, uh, I guess we, well, we have you're a small door. little dude. Yeah. Hi. Wait, where, who are you guys talking to? Hey, look, I am a worm, a little worm. Hey, look down here, I'm friendly. Winston is my name. That's right, I got a name. It's been a long journey. I grew up in the dirt, staying safe with no hurt. And then I woke up one day. Tequila's where I live, joy is what I give. Drink that bottle away. Hey, look, I am a worm, a little worm. Hey, look, I am a worm, a little worm. Winston. Hi, Winston. Wow. Hi, how are uh, hello. I didn't realize you were down there. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got lost and I um, followed the smell of alcohol and ended up here. <laughs> wow. There was a lot of <laughs> well, it going around. <laughs> I feel like that happens. Maybe this is why we have this thing with our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the smell of alcohol just permeates out of the door. <laughs> yeah, we always have these surprise visitors. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very opening, welcome environment. I'm happy to be here. This makes sense that you actually got in this time because we do have our door guy haunch yeah. that like normally stops everyone, hopefully. Yeah, but um, not really. But yeah, he has never, a good heart. He's never stopped anyone. But, <laughs> he's too nice. Yeah. yeah. So, but you're you're a tiny little, little critter. So I'm a worm. You are a worm. <laughs> yeah. oh, I got that because I don't have any arms or legs. <laughs> that's and, that's yep. the criteria. You slip I've right always under wondered. That, that's right. Right under that, that door. That's it. 
Um, so ha- wait, you're a little worm, yeah. Winston. You said, and Winston. you, where, how did you get here, and like, why are you here? Well, I am a tequila worm. Oh, oh. so I go inside tequila bottles. But oh. I've moved on from that point in my life. I was a tequila worm, um, and I was living in Mexico. I was born in Arizona, and I was born in the dirt, <laughs> like a worm. <laughs> oh, okay. And I was picked up by a truck, and I ended up in Mexico in a tequila bottle because I have great flavor. Oh. My body oh. gives off great flavor. So I was a long time I was doing tequila, and then my father, who created the tequila company, said, I need you to go out there and make more for us. You gotta wait. do more for us. Wait, your wait, father worm <laughs> is this figurative yes. owned a tequila yes. company. <laughs> my grandfather created the tequila company, and my father owned it because my grandfather, rest in peace, was dead. <laughs> oh wow! So Jeez, my father's a long that. legacy. But you went into the bottle. You just sacrificed. Yeah. You took one for the team. Yeah, yes. you're putting in work. Well, here's the thing about me: I am immune to alcohol. Uh-oh. So I was able to go into the bottle for extended periods of time and still be coherent. Like the and David Blaine st- of right, <laughs> exactly. alcohol. I, yeah. So I could still have really good ideas while the rest of the worms were just drunk idiots. <laughs> wow. So I had the idea that we should expand, which is why I'm so glad you're here. Oh. Because I have a great idea for worms. Because Ooh. I don't think worms should just be in tequila or mezcal. Mm. I think that rum could really benefit from some worms. Oh. <laughs> I would this love to... This is the first time wow. I've ever heard of anything benefiting from worms. <laughs> I would love Ouch. to talk about <laughs> yeah. your... <laughs> Rude. Sorry, just yeah. truth. Like, I would love to talk about your assets. What can you offer our, well, our flavor? Well, the flavor, you're going to get a lot of good dirt. You're going to get a lot <laughs> of real... <laughs> it's going to be grimy. It's going to feel like you're drinking the street. And it's going to be just what those people want. People don't want clean, pristine taste anymore. They want something gritty that makes them feel powerful. <laughs> I'm in control of my own destiny, and I'm eating this dirt. <laughs> but the other thing I have to offer is something you may not know about worms is if you split a worm, it becomes two worms. Oh, my gosh, you're right. So my DNA specifically is across the world currently. Oh, wow. Because so you... what happens is I split, that worm goes somewhere else and continues to grow, and I grow back to my normal self. You're cloning. God. Yes. Wait, you so how cloning. many, like, so is all of your other selves in tequila? Oh, yeah. Always tequila. God. But now you're like, you kind now of. Now I'm saying I think we need to expand. So I think, like, so do you think that you have taken some influence from your father, entrepreneurial spirit, and are yeah. taking this on for yourself? Well, he said either get out there and do it or end up in a bottle for the rest of your life, you stupid worm. (laughs) (laughs) That's a Derogatory. He is brutal, but it's good because it puts me in a position where I'm like, I need to do something or I am just a stupid worm. (laughs) Just in a bottle. Well, I got to say, you're really taking a lot of like... Risk? Yeah, risk. No, and then also like I'm really impressed with uh, your tenacious behavior yeah thank you it's a dedication for sure thank you i think you really should be stopped me <gasps> oh are you nervous well are do you, you know ner- do you know what we uh, we think about worms and tequila like as bartenders at this point well, i mean there there's yeah, kind I of mean, like a taboo the, about it yeah best. i would agree yeah, yeah. so I, I mean i don't know how long it's been since you've like discussed the subject with uh, bartenders <laughs> 
But like at this point, we've kind of come to the conclusion that if the worm is in the tequila, then maybe it's not the best product. Is, are we on the right page here? Or like, are what? you here to tell us different? Saying, sounds like there's an, there's an imposter. No. If are you, you sure that you are maybe not immune to alcohol and what you're actually doing is ingesting all the good alcohol and not leaving anything left for the rest of us? That's insane. I want everyone to have a good time. I wouldn't want to take their alcohol. But if I were doing that, I would feel bad. I would feel very bad. But I promise you that is not my intention. I want everyone to have a nice, dirty drink. You know how people order dirty martinis? Uh-huh. What about dirty rum? <laughs> I think the phrasing slightly and meaning I mean, is slightly different. I, I, but, uh, I, I'm picturing I mean, it, though. I'm picturing someone it. Someone once said, let's put olive juice in this drink. You know what I have to honestly say? <laughs> Why not worms? Is not that worms? our brand, Real McCoy's like, signature drink, is called the Dirty Barbados. Wow. <gasps> Are you kidding Whoa, me? Whoa, this might be... Did you know that? Is, no, this is serendipitous. That's kind of weird. <laughs> this do, you wanna, do you want to be in this drink? More than anything in the world. <laughs> I would love to be in your drink. <laughs> and in everyone's um, drink across here, the world. Here, um, s- slip on in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! That was mm. a, wow. Oh, he's in there. Look How does at that him. feel? Like, look it's, at him sloshing around. Yeah. Oh, wow. it just oh, makes the oh drink ten How times cute. more appealing. And also, this is kind of cute, actually. Matt, it's cute. Sorry, it's cute. I burped a little look, bit look in my mouth. Look how cute he is. He's slop, like slurping, slopping. <sighs> wow, delicious. Oh wait, well, I, you think it's delicious, like you're uh, Winston? A bit. I, but let, let's let Nathan I, like I taste it for himself. No, I, I, I think he's making it better. Really? You know, the, he's adding a little saline, a little earthiness. Yes, exactly. It, it really balances it out. Yes. It's really balanced. It gives it character Thank for you. sure. Thank you. Here, let me try that. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Some manners, please. You know what? That ain't half bad. Mm. <laughs> See, you're getting it. It's pretty good. Pretty it's good. not bad. And, and it's kind of fun having you flopping around in the cocktail glass. Yeah. I feel like it's a little invasion of space, but either way, if you're okay it's with it. It's fun for me. They, okay. So for, for, I mean, I know you're doing a lot of like publicity right now coming on the podcast for this whole concept and everything. Mm-hmm. Would this be kind of like a normal uh, experience for the everyday drinker with their drinks, no, with their rum? Not every day. <laughs> this will be the most expensive glass of rum you will ever have. Wow. <laughs> I Not a big selling point. <laughs> <laughs> but... If you are one of the richest people in the world and you're listening to this podcast, this rum will be for you. But you know what? We could talk maybe, Nathan, if you wanted to talk about maybe instead of putting worms, we just put actual dirt. <laughs> you can supply dirt could be too. A similar. Thing you know, you know, Tawar is trending, so we should <laughs> definitely talk. Agreed. Yeah. Of my people, call your little people. Yeah. Call my dad. <laughs> oh, so you're, this is all your dad's boy <laughs> yeah. this whole time. <laughs> He's gonna find out. No, oh, no. Don't let him hear. <laughs> we could, we could just. Uh, Don't you know. let him know I screwed up. <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. I think we're okay. No, we'll, we'll just exclude that a little bit. We'll do okay, a slight good, bit of. He's very mean. Oh no! Did He's you guys a rude, pick that He's up? a rude worm. Did you guys pick that He's up earlier when I was? <laughs> I don't want to go home. Anyway, thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? Uh, so soon? 
I sorry. I thought you didn't want me here. No, I thought you just you, like you just, my dad didn't want me. No, here. you just you did this huge pitch and like we just we're trying to figure out if it's a good buy or not. You know, yeah. like you can't just assume that you pitch and we we You're buy. You're pitching to that's the true. literal that's like point zero one percent of like everyone. Yes, that's true. I th- like I said, we have other options. I think maybe if I just cut off a little bit of me, maybe we could make it a cheaper <laughs> that's version. Not, yeah, that's but not a bad idea. This is, let me t- let me teach you guys something about supply and demand. Okay. Okay. The less supply you have, the more demand you have. Have you ever heard of that? No. It's pretty groundbreaking concept. But <laughs> if you have less of it, you can charge more. Hmm. Pretty so cool. just like. So how much you ta- how m- how much of you can we get? But yeah, that's the question. I guess. <laughs> but if your... we cut you, mm-hmm. isn't there more of you? Yes. And you so we can back, charge right? less. Ca- yes. And also, you always grow back. So there's an infinite amount. So, so we just Nathan, so Nathan, I think you're the picture of sustainability. No, though, but Nathan, really, this might be a good deal. He's I offering mean, something like know? a price of it. We always know he's going to go back. So why do you think Nathan? Well, you got that jar right I mean, next to you. I'm just saying. Don't take me. <laughs> we have to sign a contract first. Okay. And it's life binding. It's Yo, like blood yeah. in, blood well, out. in that case, you should probably go maybe see a movie or something first. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm listening. It's like a contract. <laughs> it's a contract. Endgame is three hours. Yeah, that's true. We could go. We have a lot to talk about. I love to talk during movies. <laughs> it's At least it's like a nice, quiet, calm voice. Yeah. Yeah, it's very soothing. You might have an ASMR feature. I think if you're like right on my shoulder, no one would really hear. Some some worm ASMR. I think it's beautiful. Oh my god! Look, I'm open to anything. I I am like like you guys were talking about earlier. I'm assuming uh, (laughs) life is ever changing, and the the path that you're on is not the path that you'll be on forever. And if further down the line I stop jumping into tequila and rum, and I end up being an ASMR, I'm okay. Nice. Mm. I'd be happy to do it. Is well, you're quite an entrepreneurial young uh, you. worm there. If you ha- if you had the ultimate spirit to be able to jump into the wiggle around in, what would it be? Mm. And what brand? Mm, that's a great question. Perhaps a nice bottle of Burnett's raspberry vodka, just the finest vodka I could find. <laughs> Burnett's shocking. Mm. <laughs> have you guys had it? No. I think they have it at Trader Joe's, right? Oh, I believe that is correct. <laughs> did you guys ever go to college? Yes. yes. I did not. What did you drink in college? High life. <laughs> what about hard alcohol? Um. Yeah, I mean... Little, I'm you're, sweating. You're, I feel like I he's going to attack me. You're really pressing I think he's going to attack me. I never thought a worm could be so intimidating. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, gotcha, Nugger. Oh, wait, that's wine. <laughs> um, um. Burnett's is disgusting. But if you put a worm in it, it could be. I, what I want to show is that you could take something very disgusting, like a terrible vodka. I shouldn't say brunettes because that's not fair. But say some very plastic bottle vodka, and you put a worm in it. Popov. Popov. I was gonna Barkov. say that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's that. Popov and Coke chasers. That's where I started. Dude, that's right. Pop, a handle, Glory days. A handle of Popov. But imagine if you could put a worm in it and charge eighty dollars. <laughs> $80 for a pop-off and Coke back? That's what I'm saying. It's Damn. Game the I mean, it's no Everclear. But you it, might be yeah. talking to the wrong crowd here, then. Like, you're pitching maybe to the wrong crowd. Do you want nice stuff? Yes. Okay. I mean, who doesn't? I mean, we could put it in bourbon and see what happens. We could put it in some real fancy bourbon or scotch and see what happens. But 
I think those old white dudes would probably be mad about it. You know how they love their scotch, those old guys. <laughs> I, what do you know about those old guys? <laughs> yeah. Look, my if my dad, your dad, here we go. Look, I see where this is okay, going. Okay, so it's coming out. I got daddy issues. Okay, is that what you want to hear? <laughs> yes. Is that what you guys wanted to hear? Yes. Aren't you glad that came out finally? <laughs> Wouldn't ever Harry. want. Winston. Dad. Winston, what are you doing in here? Dad, what are you doing What in here? God's name? Dad, I'm promoting the business. You're promoting the business. You're trying to get in, in all these other things. We're doing one thing. No, but Dad, what if we did more things? Why? Why do we need to do one? More, more than one. Because, <laughs> Dad, look, these huh? are my friends. Don't embarrass me in front of my friends. They're friends, huh? Yeah. They're putting all this hosh posh in your ear? <laughs> in my ear. I'm putting... Or whatever? I want to put my our hosh posh in their drinks. Dad... <laughs> That's Please. inappropriate. Dad, if we could have this conversation outside. Yeah, of this well, we're part, going to have this conversation later. I was just going to project, I was going to yeah. propose this to you of what if. Uh huh. What if what? What if this? What if that? All these crazy ideas in what, your head. I don't what, understand. What if mom stuck around and things could have been better? <laughs> How dare you? Okay. Dad. Unbelievable. I can't believe you could bring her How into this. How did you find me? How did I find you? Was it I nice pay smell? your phone bill. Of course, I know where you are. I pay for everything. You God. think you're going to get a flight out here or Steve truck or Jobs wherever you? Dragging me, Dad. Can we talk about this later? Yeah, we're going to. These people respect me. Do they? Do you respect them? Well, him? I mean, I just the first time I've ever met uh, Winston, but like he seems like he's Winston. working up. A what is he trying to get you to do? I should have been. Has, is he being inappropriate again? The have, school called about it. We have this like a contract in front of us here, like no. uh, Nathan and Talktales about like he's signing about a contract. To sign it, Dad. We could be millionaires. Sign it. Millionaires. This, you know how long this company's been around? <laughs> Forever. One hundred worm years. You know how many of me I have other places in this? Well, actually, I've just been getting drunk because I forgot that you're only only one over there will do it. You're but still. wasted, Dad. You're wasted again. Don't tell me what I am. <laughs> you don't own me. Ow. Ow. Stop, yeah. st stop squishing yeah. on me. Yeah. Well, Ow. you like that? Ow. There's another one where that came from if you, you keep talking this wish-wash hey. nonsense. You guys Whoa. are just going to sit around and let no. this happen? Hey, I mean, I've never know. seen such a worm beating before. Yeah. Is this, is this appropriate? It's not appropriate. He shouldn't be talking to y'all. <laughs> it's inappropriate. Okay, I okay. think, all right, Pop's like, uh, I don't know, leave him alone. Okay. Leave him alone. He's just a little worm. Hmm. You know, he has the entrepreneurial spirit. Yes, Dad. That I believe he attributed to you. That's true, huh. he did. So bribery, huh? Mm. <laughs> oh, no. Ow. No, not yeah. again. What did I tell you about that? Ow. This is the honest company I started. Dad? Unbelievable. What the hell? Okay, Dad, maybe I should just go home and... Well, come home. Okay. I miss you. No, you... <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you need to get back to work. You're lying again. Don't... What I tell you about telling me things to You're do? putting on a persona so that people on the internet like you. It's the new thing we have to do. It's called PR. All right. Well, we got to go. Fine. Come on. All Please right. don't make me go with him. I wish I could stop him. <laughs> You're coming with me. Please. We're he's flying back tonight. You, he's got you by the ligament. Yeah. Get up. Shut up. Stop it. You're too loud. You're going to wake up everyone. Can we listen Useless. To Bye, Dad. Bye. Wow. That Holy was, shit. Wow. He just shoved. Well, that was, I just had to make room for him because he kind of slithered threatening me up to my I mind. don't even know how his dad opened the door like that. <laughs> that was really aggressive. Yeah. I mean, he is <laughs> a strong worm. Quite, quite the force. Yeah. yeah. He came in 
looking like a fucking hurricane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it didn't seem like somebody to mess with. I'll be honest. No, I will not trifle with that worm. Yeah. Nor yeah, would I. You, I mean, as For much running as such I, a successful business, he's very harsh. As much as I respect his, like, uh, his diligent business plan, it was a bit intense. You know, millennials these days. <laughs> right. Am I right? <laughs> you are. Oh. There is one more story that I know that we have to tell. This is correct, Nathan. Oh, gosh. Well... You mean the night in which I thought I might lose everything and my saw my entire life and career flash before my eyes? Holy shit. I yes. Think that's, the one. I mean, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> Is that the one? I think that's the one. <laughs> well, it was a month just like this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, four days no, after <laughs> four days after I was in Chicago. <laughs> I was on a roll. Yeah, so this was probably like mid, probably a couple years into Coconut Club. We were doing, you know, so Coconut Club, for those of you who don't know, it was this tiki-inspired kind of pop-up supper club meets secret society. So, you know, we actually, by the end, were, by our last year, we're all members only, just to kind of keep the riffraff from the street out. <laughs> and, uh, and just to make it really all people who were there to, like, have a good time. Because as we all know, sometimes when you're bartending or working somewhere, you know, you wish you could kind of control who was walking in the door. Well, we had that moment, too. And we we're like, you know what? I bet you if we charged like $25, period, like forever, that would keep the right people mm-hmm. in the room. And you know what it did? We only had to pay one time, and you could come for years and be a member, and it, it really worked. So we, we had this whole members-only thing. But, you know, we had a moment where we found this loc- – we were looking for a new location – because uh, we were pop-up. We roved around with different spaces. Uh, we did Sunny's Hideaway in Highland Park for a long time. We did, like, a warehouse downtown. Um, we did Clifton-specific seas for, for a stretch. But um, in the interim, we were looking for a space, and this, you know, opportunity came up that with a little research we realized it was, like, this mariachi bar, La Fonda, in MacArthur Park that was closed for a time. The building was purchased, and that space was empty. They weren't actually operating out of it. And it was available, and we found out through a little research that it actually was a pre-tiki bamboo bar. What? Ooh. So this was a, it's this massive space that we found out at one time was completely decked out with bamboo and all these, like, you know, collectibles. You know, it was just this, like, super rich, what we would think of as a tiki bar, but this was before tiki was really coined. So this is what, this era is kind of known as a, as like the bamboo bar era because it was it was more of just like that kind of exotic escapism before we had full-on tiki, right? So this place was called Vagabond's House, and this was in like the early, um, gosh, when was this bar around? Uh, I'm forgetting the exact years, but the name Vagabond's House refers to Don Blanding. So there's Don the Beachcomber, who's kind of credited for starting tiki, but then there's this other Don. I call him the other Don because uh, he was he was before Don the Beachcomber. So he was Don Blanding. He was kind of a uh, explorer and expat to Hawaii. And like I think he moved to Hawaii in like 1918. So he was like living there in the 20s. Um, and he was writing poetry. He was doing illustrations. Just this kind of like he was just obsessed with this kind of Hawaiian and kind of Polynesian culture. Um, and he did this famous poem called Vagabond's House. That the whole poem is kind of him talking about all of the artifacts in a room of someone who's traveled. And it's just it's just this beautiful thing. So this bar and restaurant, I think it was kind of a Thai type restaurant, was called Vagabond's House. And it was in MacArthur Park. And it, it was a place where all the starlets went and all that good stuff uh, in the heyday. But, you know, it, it was now, you know, this 
in shambles mariachi bar. So we rented it immediately as soon as we found this out because we're like, well, wait a minute. This place is like cool and has interesting history. And as we were kind of like poking around, there was this upstairs room that was full of like junk furniture. But then as we kind of started pulling stuff out, we realized that there were these cool like murals on the wall that were like these like windows, like bamboo windows looking out at like oceans and islands that were still there. And they were like peeling and crumbling. It just felt so cool. We're like, no one knows these are here. No one even cares. So we pulled out all, and it was like the storeroom. So we pulled out like tons of chairs, tons of tables, tons of furniture, just empty out this room and immediately decided this is the seance room. We're going to do tiki seances in this room to Don Blanding, this like poet laureate of Hawaii from the twenties. And we're going to have this whole thing. So we got really excited about this whole new concept for the coconut club for this era. And, and then things got weird. Mm. Like, as soon as like this whole seance thing came into it, we realized the place was friggin' haunted as fuck. <laughs> Not even kidding. Holy like, shit. This place was crazy. Did you conduct a seance before? We you conducted knew this? many oh. a seance throughout our residency. We were there for a month. Oh, so okay. we did events like every weekend for a month. And this one night in particular though, it felt like literally it was like a poltergeist, like they were trying to get us out. So right before service, well, like an hour before service, suddenly all of the like kind of drains around the entire, this is a massive space. Like all, every once in a while there was like a little drain on the floor, right? They all just like exploded and like water, like sewage, like water just geysers oh, came up Jesus, all over the place. And we were like, what? And had to deal with that first. Like, oh my God, we have this like suit, like this whole like plumbing nightmare and running around trying to figure that out. Of course, as we're like trying to like get ready for service, Got it all cleaned up, got it figured out, called someone, whatever. And then the whole time, there's this whole like landing and like a balcony kind of area and this cool kind of pattern. And then, and there's the bathrooms are up there and the women's bathroom light just kept going on, off, on, off, on, off, like flicking, like someone was flicking mm -hmm. it on and off, on. And this is old electricity. This is not like, oh, maybe it's like tripping a sensor. Like, no, like the light switch was flipping on and off, on and off, on and off, on and off. And we just kept watching it from the ground floor. But as soon as you went up there, of course, it wasn't doing it. Unless maybe you were in there going to the restroom and the light would turn off. But it was like full on, on, off, on, off constantly. And we're like, <laughs> cute. Um, and then... So then we get we get to a point that night where we're like ready for service and we're going into it and we had had like paper kind of like brown craft paper down on the tables and all these like seashells and fruit and all this stuff like kind of like decor, but you know there are these paper table covers, and we had this famous kind of dessert that was like a flaming volcano cake that it looked like a volcano and there was a flame at the top and it was in this chocolate cup of high proof rum that as it melted I don't know I still don't know how Andy our chef maneuvered this but there was like a reservoir of cherry inside of the cake. And as it heated, the reservoir started erupting. So oh, literally it looked like a it looked like a little flaming volcano and then red started trailing down from the top. I, oh, I still, so cool. it was like genius, I don't know. <laughs> but this night we're running them out to the floor and like the fire just seemed like it have a, a character of its own that night. The fire just was doing whatever it wanted. Uh -oh. It kept like, jumping and flaming and sparking and and it just felt like oh like the fire we always threw a little cinnamon at it or whatever do the whole do tiki the thing spiky. right the yeah. tiki thing the fire you know fire is a big part of tiki of course now i'm deathly afraid of fire as a oh, tiki guy oh no but this night so actually wait do you know you guys probably know meredith who used to work at i think she worked at black cat 
Did you work with Meredith? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know Meredith, yeah. yeah. So she was one of our servers this night and was running out some of these cakes. And she set one down and the little cup on top of the fire slipped off the edge and spilled the high proof rum all down the table, the craft paper. Ooh. And suddenly it was like coyote ugly. The whole <gasps> bar, the whole table f- went up in flames and it was paper. Oh my God. And she went immediately to try to take a napkin and like snuff it, but her bracelet got stuck on her necklace and she kept like, she was like stuck. She couldn't move her hand, her right hand. And I was right behind her and I had like six of these cakes like in my hand. So I couldn't and do it. And they were all on fire. fire. Oh my God. So I was like Edward fire hands and she couldn't, <laughs> she couldn't do anything. And just, we had that moment where we looked at each other we're like, we're all going to die. Oh my God. <laughs> we're all going to burn tonight together here. And it felt right because these, seance, <laughs> these tiki seances had been kind of like creeping people out. Like the whole thing, like we were calling the spirit of Dawn Blanding and the, and the Vagabond's house and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, we had this very, you know, like mysterious MC who was doing the seance and the whole thing. It just, I think we literally called on some crazy tiki demons. And, and they're like, they were trying to piss off. Yeah. They were like, trying to burn us all. They were trying to burn us all. So it was like a really crazy night where you saw that fire. And somehow, all, thank God, all the guests just like basically took all their water glasses and like tipped them over and everyone just put it out. <laughs> but at any other moment, like you don't know who would, if someone hadn't been there, like. Or if you had just dropped all six of the other cakes. To, to try to put out the one. Exactly. Yeah. But it was, it was this, I remember by the end of that night, we all looked at each other. We're just like, somebody wants us out of here. And so we did. We left. Really? Uh, but that, yeah. That, that I was... mean, that was, I think it was our last week, actually, anyway. But we were just like, we're done. We're good. The sense idea is probably I think we're fun. good on this. Yeah, we're good on Bamboo House or Vagabond's House. We can move on to the next what's thing. It, but... What's in there now? Anything? So La Fonda came back. I believe it's still there today. So it's La Fonda. And it's a, it's a mariachi theater. It's really fun, actually. I've gone once while it was that. Oh, wait, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. It just was, I think it was just not there for a f- couple months mm-hmm. in between ownership or something. But uh, you can go check it out. And if you go up to the second floor to go to the bathroom, there's a little door in the corner. It's dark and it's full of chairs. And inside there, you might see a little vista to... Like a, whole, where like a Hawaiian place. island. And yeah, that's where the seances were happening. Ooh. Holy shit. Spoopy. Yeah. <laughs> Super fun, though. Oh but to gosh. this day, like, I've actually noticed it really did mess me up on fire. Like, I don't, people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, Tiki, you like to do a bunch of things with, like, like you know, lighter fluid and lemon oil and high-proof rum and burn everything down and cinnamon. And I'm like, maybe in controlled small doses but like it kind of messed me up i'm i'm not really into the whole fire yeah thing. well you're one of the bartenders that have had that experience like there's bartenders that like have done the flaming shots where somebody just like puts the flame shot into their mouth without mm-hmm. blowing them out and stuff and like burns their whole face and beards mm-hmm. off and stuff yeah. like yeah, fire's dangerous, y'all. <laughs> Especially around an alcohol that it has to burn off of. And, and that's just... like, it's just adding, I mean, I like fire drinks. Like, I'm all about it. I think it's, they're fun and cool and, like, really exciting and everything. But it's an element that is dangerous. So it's like, yeah, like, things do happen. and You can't control everything all the time. So yeah. And it is an element, true. so it's just going to yeah. be, like, every, it could do, it do its thing. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's unpredictable. But it's pretty, pretty impressive when it's done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not, not yeah, I mean, face, though. Yeah. Like, cinnamon. I mean, come on. You're, come you're on. making me crazy. Yeah. Yeah, come <laughs> on. You're so pretty. You smell so good. It is so good. You know what's good, too? Games? Yeah. Woo. Let's play a game. Let's uh, do it. 
I think we'll just do like one round each, yeah? Yeah. So we're going to play a game called Name That Cocktail. Do you want to go first? No, you can go first. So basically how this game works is that we got the Jerry Thomas guide, bartender guide here in front of us. We're going to be naming or describing the cocktail without ingredients, but describing what the ingredients are, and you have to name that cocktail. Yeah. It can get tricky. It can so get we, tricky. we can't. I'm not allowed to say the ingredient names, or can I see the names? And I just can't see the name of the drink. No, you got to describe the drink without. God, tell me anything. something, bro. Okay, uh, without like, but I can't say like a citrus or anything, right? No, you can say citrus, but you can't say what it is. Oh God, this is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it has. Oh my God, let's see here. So it has. Oh, this must be like. Oh, it's for bottling. Okay, so it's a bottled thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird start. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not as good. Hmm. It takes three dozen lemons. Okay. Wait. Punch. You're telling us what That's it is. That's what I just asked. Do I just tell you no, if you there's a citrus or not? Yeah, but we have to guess the citrus. Oh, okay. So I'm, you're guessing the ingredients. Lemons. Yeah. Three got dozen it. of them. <laughs> okay. So you're not going to get this. Two pounds of something else. Sugar. Yeah, you actually got yeah. it. <laughs> but it, it's, a specific, it's a specific type of sugar. Lump Demerara. sugar. L word. Uh, lump. No, lump. <laughs> not lump. <laughs> it's, uh, I like a lump of sugar. What, what do you call like a piece of bread, but it's not a piece of bread. It's a whole loaf. Loaf, loaf, loaf of sugar. Loaf of sugar. Uh, there's loaf. another. There's a pint of this. Mm. Rum? Uh, it has like Sherry. a sweeter element. Oh, pint. So, yeah, you got to rationalize this cocktail. So the pint is going to be less than like those elements of so the pint's going to be the sweet uh, the it's going to be like Cointreau or like orange mm, but it's going to be it's going to be like a booze so it's going to be from oh, a specific region oh it's um, not a Jamaican rum though there so there's two pints one of each you got the Jamaican rum one <laughs> I was like this I was like this sounds like it would have Jamaican rum in it. but there's also one other ingredient which is like that'll be sweet so is it a claret wine no 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 it is uh <laughs> Is it wait? More is hints, it a, sh- it's a sherry? No. Is it a? It's orange liqueur. No, it's like a, it's not scotch, but it's like something. It's like not. It's like it's not the sweet. Bourbon. No. Uh, Rye. No. Oh wait, I know where you're going. Irish right? whiskey. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of a way to describe it without just giving it away. It has a compatriot in Armagnac. Oh, oh it's Grappa? a cognac. Mm, yeah. Cognac. It's a cognac. Yeah. A pint of cognac. <laughs> place. A pint of cognac, place. And a pint of Bad Jamaican rum. Yep. So this is the. Includes... So sugar, lemon, pint, pint. Philadelphia fish house punch. Nope. It is oh, It is a punch, <laughs> though. Punch is in the, in the name. Is there a T? No. Mm. It's got Am a. Am I playing wrong? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm guessing get... now. We're get... No, we're no, getting we're there. Doing... That's right. So it's, it's a punch, but if you were to put kind of a. F- a f- I don't know, a very. Stereo- I don't want to put it that way. Oh, but it's it's a brand of car. Is the last word? Oh, a Lamborghini. <laughs> Lambo punch. Think think more American. Ford punch. Uh, pretty much that. Chevy chip punch. It's Ford. Sh- Ford is it? Ford. I can gin. Ford. It's Ford. It's a Ford punch. So it's punch a la Ford. Oh. Oh. There you go, Simon. We did that for you. <laughs> <laughs> bravo. Yeah, this bravo. is like a whole thing. Yeah, it's weird. Let's do another yeah, one. Yeah, we're gonna do two. We're gonna do yeah. two more because you want to go next. No, go you do it again because I okay. don't really still understand. But I'm. <laughs> okay. I'm having fun. <laughs> uh, Are you? Oh, you get to choose. I thought you said open yeah, one. Yeah, we get to choose. 
Oh, I, oh, okay, I just opened mind. mine up. I'll open one. Okay. It was Gothic Punch or all the Ford. And I, I thought <gasps> you all didn't do Gothic? I know, right? I should have. Oh, come on. I didn't see the bottling part. Okay. This is How the... many syllables? <laughs> How many words? <laughs> I'm in between two cocktails right now. I think... The Gothic one. I'm going to go with the harder one. Mm. And it is... The Gothic one. Three syllables. And this cocktail requires an... Wait, 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 wait. Eggs. I thought so, but now I'm reading the recipe. It does not have an egg. Mold wine with eggs. <laughs> <laughs> what? How did you know, you genius? Okay, so three syllables. It's used in a medium bar glass. A Bishop's medium. punch. Sorry. <laughs> no? Is it a punch? No. Okay, is it a, so it's a single cocktail. makes one drink. We're guessing, one drink. We're guessing ingredients first. Six, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, and then we're going to guess okay. the, the name of the cocktail. Okay, so there's a sweetness of it. And the sweetness is in the f- honey, fine, fine super fine sugar. Yeah. Yep. Then there is going to be something that is yellow. Lemon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, lemon sugar. And then something you're very familiar with. Rum. And it's from where I'm born. Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Idaho rum. <laughs> baby, all that sh- glu- glucose. <laughs> Santa Cruz, like what the fuck? Where Potato your- glucose. <laughs> <laughs> Potato glucose rum. <laughs> Dude, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Great ideas come out of all of this. Where yeah. were you born? <laughs> Santa Cruz. Oh, what Wait, I said it. I oh. said it just now. There's a Santa Cruz rum. <laughs> well, there was. <laughs> is it Apparently. called Santa Cruz rum? Not, that's and here it is. There's nothing hmm. that I, to my knowledge, there is. But hmm. I'll just there look was. at the Google here. Now you throw all that together and you you get put that in it's what type things. of you put in a type of glass, which I already told Claret. you. Claret. And then it's oh. c- that type of drink is called what? With S- oh, with an added something to make it a little um, bubbly, no, like a little a buck bubble. or something. Yeah, oh. a little rum, little rum spritzy buck. Okay, you're getting closer with the spritzy, but you also call that drink a Colin soda, a fitzer and a spritzer. It's not a wait. It's citrus. It's not a spritzer, but it's a sour. The rum and the spritz. Yeah, it's sort of. It's a highball. It's a con. Yeah, right. Fizz. Fizz. Oh, yeah. You know, I love. Right. A, we should have gotten that from the fucking egg thing that you said there's that no it wasn't. Egg, in, yeah, but you said there wasn't, so we yeah. should have. You so thought there would be. I know there's, there's been no so egg. many. Okay, but the actual name of this fizz would be some place that I b- was born. Santa Cruz Santa fizz. fizz. Boom. There you go. But it says Santa Cruz rum. Yeah. Which. What's in the? Who little, is she even? I don't know. <laughs> never heard of her. Yeah. <laughs> never heard of her. Ooh. I mean, I'm tempted to choose this one because you would never guess the name. I don't even get it, but it's like my sci-fi name if I had to choose one. Um, <laughs> Intrigued. Right? Blorg. <laughs> Blorg. <laughs> it's Destiny's sci-fi <laughs> name? Blorg. Did oh. I get it? <laughs> oh, I like the name of this one, but it's too similar. Oh, Philadelphia. Look at that. Named you earlier. Okay. I said it. Oh. I said it out Wait, loud. Wait, I thought we agreed on one page openings. Oh, I don't know. Is that what we're, I thought we were choosing? You and you got Santa Cruz fizz on that. Yeah. What the hell? All right, I'm gonna close it and reopen it to yeah, one page. Good deal. And then I can choose one. Forward. Shit. 
Oh, it's a really boring page, though, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that was a flip. Okay, you know, it's the same. Oh, wait, it's, it's a flip? It's, okay, so what we got? Uh, egg, egg, uh, egg, uh, a whole egg, I mean. Ooh, I know. Because I actually put a recipe for this in a cookbook once in print. Oh, nice. And it just happens to be when I open to the fifth time. <laughs> Destiny. <laughs> so this drink, it's really simple. Okay, simple syrup? It's actually kind of like the simplest drink you can think of. It's a something. martini. What is, think about two ingredient drinks that you so know. So like something soda. Historically, they're not, oh, they're not okay. well known today. People today might be like, that's not what that is. And you're going to say, actually, with your finger in the air, and tell them that it was kind of like the original simplest drink. And you know what? It's May- old fashioned. No, that's Maybe three it was even warm. Ooh, like a toddy? A tea punch. Oh, uh, hello, Mixture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't hear that, Adele just screamed out, it's a tea punch, it's a tea punch. But warm. This is a warm cocktail. So this oh. cocktail would have been consumed right after Prohibition in Grog. the East Coast because it was warm and it was straightforward and it took advantage of what the first spirits that hit the East Coast after Prohibition. It actually is not rum. East Coast? Do you know what that? Do you know? Whiskey. Okay, when Prohibition ended, do you know what the top spirits were that flooded the American rye coast? whiskey and, and rye whiskey and gin? Ding ding, Seagram's gin. So this is actually a warm gin drink. Warm gin drink. And, and that's, that's that's that to me is the real question. <sighs> guessing the ingredients isn't the hard part. It's it's what that drink is. So I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm guessing the ingredients is gin, lemon. It's actually only two things. Oh, gin and... Who said it? Gin and sugar. Powdered gin and powdered sugar. And warmed up? Warm. Warm gin. Do you know what that... uh, By the way, I highly recommend you guys all listening make this because it's friggin' delicious. I want to try it. Wait, but is it powdered sugar? So, okay, technically there's two ingredients. However... Of course, the one that usually is considered is water mm-hmm. or ice, right? So there is hot water. So it's like a toddy. It's like a toddy. But what's another term for toddy in this, you know, Jerry Thomas era? What? I don't know. I'm it's the one that you won't think because usually we connect this to something that often gets lumped in with tiki, even though it isn't, which is Bull? the Singapore sling. Oh, a oh. sling. Uh, now, but I thought a sling a had true, to have fresh ice. A true sling is hot. Sling. A bitter, oh, damn it. Yeah. Original slings, is, is my understanding, is were warm. So it's hot water. Oh, it's because you're slinging down the, gin, the booze. Right? Powdered sugar nutmeg on top. Ooh. And when I do it, I like to do a little bit of lemon oil, but it is ridiculously tasty. I'd, that's I'd awesome. Be okay with that. Yeah. That, that sounds Christmas delicious. To me. Yeah. yeah. No, it's delicious. And in the. Wait, in, what was the name of it again? A gin sling. It's just a gin, gin sling. sling. And yeah. is it always served hot? I mean, slings, I think, in time became cold as well, but I knew them initially as these hot drinks. Wait, do they call slings before cocktails? Right. Is that right? I don't know if the term predated cocktail as a term. Because I know but that Because, c- again, yeah, became, a sling is I very... I think a sling did predate Because think about it. Sling is very... It's much more similar to an original punch. Yeah. Which is also before cocktail, right? Yeah, and also, like, the whole purpose of alcohol and, like putting things in alcohol were to like put the medicine down because it was all right. like medicinal That's situations. That's like nutmeg on top. Yeah. You know, sugar. Like it makes it less down, harsh. Sling down the, the mm-hmm. your medicine, basically. So, yeah, I think sling did predate 
cocktail. But let us know. You know, yeah. I know people know why. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> you tell us. Yeah, because I, we're not. I feel like I've scientists. gone around. I, yeah, I feel like I've gone around this, these topics a lot in my like time of bartending, and I always find different information from different people. So my information may not be as on point as. It's fun to talk. And honestly, about I haven't thought about it in years. But yeah, I have a hot gin sling in a cookbook called "The Way We Ate," which was a really cool kind of collaborative cookbook on Simon and Schuster. It's a fun. It's actually a really fun book. And that and the the idea was everyone was assigned a date, and my day was like in February in New York, right after Prohibition. And they're like, "What do you think people would have been drinking?" Go, huh? That's and so cool. it was fun because my whole task was researching, you know, what were those earliest spirits coming into New York? What would people actually be able to get at bars in February? when It was, it was the coldest day on record in New York, which is why that was assigned. So it was freezing cold. Prohibition had just ended. What were people drinking? And I'm like, well, if Seagram's gin was flooding the seaboard, like probably a gin sling. Hmm. That's so sick. It's so and simple it happens too. to be delicious. I, never, I want one. I never knew. Let's go make one. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Let's wrap this thing and yeah. let's go make some perfect uh, transition. Sling. We'll slang. Slang it. Slonger. Yeah. <laughs> sling a Worm it. Sling a sling. Worm it. Hey, Wormy. Yay. Yummy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's do it. So here on Talk Tales, we always have amazing stories. And if you'd like to share one with us that you think is amazing and you want to tell it and maybe even be a possible guest on Talk Tales, you can go to our website at www.talktalesthepodcast.com. And on our homepage on the internet, you can submit your own stories via email at talktalesthepodcast at gmail.com. Hell yeah. And if you like our show, do us a solid. Subscribe and leave us a review. This is a DIY project and all the love we get helps us grow. And if that love comes in the form of a charitable donation, you can share that love on our Patreon page, which you can find the link on our website, talktalesthepodcast.com, as well as patreon.com backslash talk tales the podcast and i also want to thank our good friend josh for composing our theme song and thank you so much to my brother-in-law grayson for creating our amazing logo um and thank you so much rashid for doing all these amazing edits i hope we make this easy for you if not you can kill me later <laughs> <laughs> and uh while all of us on talk tales are above the legal drinking age and enjoy serving and drinking alcohol we do so responsibly and ask that you do the same. So please do not consume alcohol and drive. Absolutely not. And thank you so much, Adele, for these tasty, tasty beverages and all the deliciousness mm -hmm. and your stories and everything you do. You're fantastic. And thank you guys, Nathan and Winston Worm, for coming <laughs> out. Uh -huh. and, uh, thank you. Talking tales with us. If you have anything you guys want to plug, please do. Like anything you're doing. And uh, Winston, if you want to tell yourself as who you are and anything you have coming up. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> then please. Yeah, I go. Where, like what? what are you uh, talking just about? like where you, we can like reach Instagram you or. or like oh, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Like plugs. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, you can find me, Nathan, at Nathan Hazard. It's my name on Instagram, like Hazard as in fire or choking. And also, of course, at The Real McCoy Rum. That is the brand that I am the ambassador for. You can also find me at the Coconut Club LA to check out some of the stuff that we were doing with our awesome pop up. Uh, yeah. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Hell yeah, absolutely. Uh, hi. Hey, hey Liam. Um, you can check out more of my stuff at my website, liamglogally.com. That's glogally like a crazy last name. Just <laughs> figure it out. Uh, and that's my Instagram, too, at liamglogally. Thanks for having me, guys. Spell it. 
G A L fine full name L I A M G A L L O G L Y Galileo Galileo Yeah Don't confuse everyone guys I just confuse myself Oh my god Oh my god But you know what we do best when we finish these episodes Cheersing Cheersing Thank you guys so much Cheers from the bottom of our hearts Hey yo Click click Talk to you. Talk to you. Talk to you.